you ready to fucking rock and roll with the next episode. Blom fucking Blom podcast. We back. Episode 19. Number 19. Damn, number 19. We getting close to 20, y'all. Word. Word. Number 19, you know, we 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 could vote, we could we could buy cigarettes, <laughs> we legal. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to be doing at 19, but yo, we made it to episode 19. Blonde fucking blonde, Chan the Champ, and Don fucking Pacino. You know what time it is. We in here, up in the sky, yeah. so high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm up there. <laughs> you know, we, 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 we got the strains all day. Yeah, all day. And you know, we like to pair them with legendary music, albums, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. keeping it, right now we keeping it hip-hop, R&B, but we will eventually branch off into other genres, yeah. which will be very interesting, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, please, please stay tuned, you know, Always the music, the music is vast, and... Options are damn near endless. True, and you know, even even people who who have favorites or just artists they listen to, we want to get to as best as we can to at least most people's favorites. I don't know about all favorites, but at least right. most people's favorites. Right, we want to spread across, but we also got to make sure that we give enough energy to. Legends and legendary albums and right. legendary times and legendary years and things of that nature. Like as as far as like being current with like the culture, we definitely got to take care of the culture first mm-hmm. before we branch off so far because it always comes back to what brought us to pair these strings on this podcast for y'all. Facts, Professor Champ, always spitting facts. That's only the truth. Right. And, you know, we like to bring forth things that are, mm. you know, pieces that are influential. Yes. You know, something that's that... That's a good word, influential. Yeah, something that, <laughs> you know, stood the test of time. Like, yes. something that's timeless. Like, you could always pop it in and it feels brand new. Yes. Like, when it first came out. So, you know, this episode... We gonna pay homage, homage, you know, homage, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're with a fellow Brooklynite, you know what I'm saying? Like Brooklyn stand Brooklynite, up, you know. And by the t- by the time this podcast drops, it should be around his birthday, actually. Holy shit, word. And it's like, it's funny because because Mary J. Blige and Nas have a song, a new song together, and they're going on a tour together, right? And right. It's to commemorate. There are two albums that came out 25 years ago. And I'm looking, and it just so happened that this debut album from this artist came mm. out 25 years ago, yo. Wow. We talking about Ready to Die. If you ain't read the title of the podcast, we talking about Ready to Die by Biggie, a.k.a. or better known as the Notorious B.I.G. Getting into this shit. And what stream we pairing it with? Gorilla Glue. Oh my God! That's why I feel the way I feel. But 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 not you know not just any Gorilla Glue because there's so many different strings that mm. you know they 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 each have you know their own different effects. Yes. But what what we're smoking on today is original glue. Ah. 
which, which is also known as GG4. You know, a very popular strain out there. You know, a, a, a lot of people give it very high regards. Burn. And I do too. I, I, <laughs> I, I totally agree. This is one of those strains that if you definitely trying to, you know, settle in and mm. focus on something mm. and, and catch a good vibe. Mm. And, you know, depending on your energy level, you might get couch locked, you might not, you know, but it'll definitely get you in the zone to, like, listen and, and you know, pull apart, you know, albums and stuff. Like, it's, really, it's a really good strain to pair with music because kind of makes you go through it with a fine-tooth comb. Ah. So... With that being said, you know, all my all my people out there who like to indulge and who, you know, my connoisseurs, you know, they know original glue original glue is a go-to. See, so it got my tongue glued and shit. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here tripping. But original glue. So ah. let's get into these effects Word. real quick. Let's get into these effects. Cause take a few pulls, it'll hit you immediately. You you start feeling relaxed first and foremost. This is a nice Saturday afternoon strain after you yes. taking care of whatever and you just, you know, you ain't got shit else to do. So you want to chill and listen to some music, yes. you know, roll this up, yes. put it in if you want to feel nice and relaxed. Yo. It also makes you feel euphoric in that sense. Your ah. mind to another dimension. Ah. And you get that euphoria feeling. No wonder man. I feel like I'm super saiyan right now. Word up. It's like you feel that energy just surrounding you and shit. I feel like I'm ultra instinct. I'm seeing everything right before it happens. <laughs> it also makes you feel happy as obviously Word. you can tell. We over here laughing and shit, having a good old time. And it also makes you feel nice and uplifted. Yes. All at the same time. And make sure you have snacks on deck. Cause you're gonna feel hungry. You're gonna get the munchies. Mm. You're gonna wanna fuck some food up. So, yo, <laughs> you already know what time it is. <laughs> you know what I'm yo, saying? I Put just had an orange, chin. yo. I actually just ate a delicious orange. So, I definitely feel like I'm hungry. And I definitely have a snack. Word up. You know, y'all gotta peep how Pacino ran through all those effects. Cause. I'm sitting down here and I'm feeling very <laughs> relaxed, but I'm also very happy and Word. I'm uplifted. You know, they go hand in hand and I feel euphoric. And just like the effects sometimes balance out the medicinal needs behind Woo. it. So like the loss of appetite, the hunger obviously reflects the loss of appetite. So if you haven't eaten, if you need to eat, whatever the case may be, that Word. original, that original glue. Would definitely get you hungry. Word. Um, insomnia. I mean, normally insomnia is for sleep. Um, but the thing is, this is a hybrid. So True. what happens is sometimes when you have hybrids, you get effects from a mother flower. So mm. though Gorilla Glue may not like put you to sleep, it will relax you, but it may not put you down it really affects you as a person mm. but it does help with insomnia because it's a hybrid like i said you can definitely get 
elements from mother strains when you deal with hybrids. Right. A- another medicinal effect is pain. Mm. Pain management. Like normally, normally when you have more more indica or indica dominant strains, you see stuff like pain and insomnia because you gotta like tone your body down. You gotta like cool it down and relax and right. go to sleep. Right. But Gorilla Glue is such a wonderful strain that it helps with medicinal effects mm. that normally are associated with something that puts you out or like puts you to sleep. But it balance it's a well balanced strain. Right. So that way it'll give you that energy of like a sativa, but it'll help it on the medicine wise stuff that you would see more from Indicas, so definitely helps with pain and insomnia. The next key, stress. Woo! The top, and right with stress sometimes is depression. You can get depression stress, or you can get stress from depression. Mm. This GG4, that happy effect, Word and up. that uplifted effect are definitely the opposite sides of stress and depression. Definitely. So that original glue. Does what it needs to do. Woo, Professor Chen, breaking it down. down. <laughs> but yo, that definitely shit does. Word up. Medicinal. I'm definitely yeah. feeling the medicinal effects because mm-hmm. you know, being athletic and shit, <clears throat> you might have your joints hurting and stuff like Word. that. And I'm saying, hit this and you just relax. Pain management, but. You know, you have some drawbacks with the herbs sometimes, and there's always ways to address them. Like, the most is, like, you get dry mouth, you know, drink some water, some fluids. You get dry eyes, you know, wash your face or get some Vazine, some shit. Word. Um, So you might get a little dizzy. That's because it's like you're warping through space. You got the euphoric feeling. Uh So with that, too, you might feel a little anxious or a little paranoid, depending on your settings. You know, like I always say, take a few hits, see how it hits you first before you further indulge to see if you can handle it. With that being said, this wonderful strain. Yes. Gorilla Glue, Original Glue, GG4, whatever the fuck you want to call it. (laughs) This shit goes well with Ready to Die. Mm. Biggie Smalls, Notorious Big. Yes. Debut album. Off Bad Boy. Now, anytime you hear Ready to Die, first of all, anytime you mention Notorious B.I.G., you know, he's revered as one of the top rap artists of all time. Mm -hmm. One of the top lyricists. Mm -hmm. Because he dropped so much, um, so many metaphors in his rhymes that's like so witty. Like, he's so quick with it and, you know, he came up with he introduced some some slang that people still use to this day. Yo, for you know real. that's that's relevant. Anybody who's who's about that Brooklyn culture ties in with Biggie Smalls. Like no matter no matter what hood you from, no matter what hood you from, percent. Like you know he rep Bed Stuy, but Biggie is Brooklyn. Like, and that's a fact. Like, this is like an artist. Not even getting to the album, but. When people talk about like they top five or the greatest or the best or 
the one artist they live without, majority of people are going to say Biggie. Right. And even logically, rap-wise, without Biggie, like, without his existence and without his albums, what, even what he did for, like, culture, for the culture. Right. Rap, hip-hop culture, New York culture, black culture. Right. American culture. A lot of things couldn't have happened, like, or a lot of great artists couldn't have happened, a lot of great moments. Like, think of, like, the domino effect if you just remove Biggie, just if he didn't exist. Mm. Like, who knows where shit would be today? Mm. Like, one thing could throw off the whole spectrum. That's deep. Because a lot of shit comes from him. That's true. Like, from Biggie, you get Lil' Kim. Right. From Lil' Kim... You get other female rappers, mm-hmm. but directly you get like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. If you remove Biggie, you don't have Lil Kim, you don't have Nicki Minaj, you don't mm-hmm. have a bunch of other female rappers, mm-hmm. you don't have Cardi B. That's just one example. And right. I know a lot of y'all like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and Lil Kim. But it's like how the branches keep going. And whoever they inspire and comes for them, those branches will keep go- keep going. Mm. And you take out big, like, you lose a lot of your favorites. Like, it just, the lineage of Biggie Smalls goes, like, all the way up. Facts. It's, it's like, trying, it's like almost like, like a family tree or, or a family legacy. Like, this person... Did this or existed here so that way you get all these people? Like, even you look at like the royal family and shit. Because, like, I was out in Europe and I and like in these museums and shit, yeah, a lot of the art and history in the museums is all about like the family lineage or like mm. the dynasties. So, from one person, you have several dynasties or like rulers of a kingdom from this one person or one era. Mm. So if you take out Biggie, you may not even have like a French dynasty or something. Like shit does not exist without Biggie, which I feel like is real, real deep. Mm. And Woo. people be like, I don't understand how people put like new rappers as like the greatest of all time or even like in their top five when you have someone from Biggie who who either helped create or was the cause of someone's greatness or was appeared to someone who had to become great or greater because of him. Mm. So it's like, I'm not to go off, but how the fuck could some of these newer guys be in the top five? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> it's, it, doesn't. it doesn't get the, the, the pewters pewing. Word. <laughs> word. Yo. But, and that's the truth. Like, I, I, I agree 100%. Like, because from Big, you get Jay. And you get Rock, the, the Rockefeller. Word. Who's, who are influenced in, in, in a big way mm-hmm. by Notorious Big. All the members pay homage to, to, to Biggie and the Rockefeller crew. Like, the main members and shit like that. You get, um, you get Fabulous. Word. You know, you get a, you get all these artists who makes references to 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 Biggie Smalls lyrics. 
you know, or who mentions him as, you know, as one of the top. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just it's just so unfortunate that he had to meet his demise so early, you know, because of because you know violence or whatever. But it still remains like his 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 presence is still felt right. to this day. It's like you have a he has a legendary status. Like to this day, it's like you 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 have any artist who who can you know say they're the top. Word. But somebody else could just say you can't fuck with Biggie though, mm-hmm. and that's just a fact. That's just a fact. And it's like, and it's like you could try to argue the point down, but it's like Biggie is like the draw four card, the the, the mm-hmm. last draw four <laughs> card in the deck when you Uno out. <laughs> it's like you can't fuck with it. Like that's the, it. It's a big fucking joker in space. It's a rap. <laughs> so. You know, word. That just goes to show, like his vernacular. You know, his 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 presence, his status, his contribution to to music itself. Not just hip hop, and and you know, not just rap. You right. know, music itself. Cause, you know, he even fucking did a song, did a couple of songs with Michael Jackson. Yo, I don't oh, know if people oh, Michael Jackson's that album. Yeah, like he did fucking songs with Michael Jackson, like. You don't have other rap artists like that on Michael Jackson shit. Word. And he's a pop legend. I don't give a fuck with nobody have to say about Michael Jackson as far as him personally. Musically, what Michael Jackson has done? Yo. Fucking legendary. Cannot come fucking pair. You can't compare. He's legendary. So, you know, with that to the side, you know. Biggie Smalls is revered as one of the top hip hop artists of all time, and you know, it, you, the proof is in the music. Right. I mean, you you watch this dude freestyle. The the shit that he comes up with is like, yo, who the fuck would say some shit like that? Some whether it be like extremely sinister, whether it be sexually charged, whether it be just some street shit. Right. You know, it's flows, the bars he spit like. This is an artist that like hits all check boxes for what everyone believes makes an artist great. Right. Or even different subcategories of fans or listeners of hip hop and rap. Right. Does does the, does the music satisfy the ears of women? Yes. Mm. Does the music have melodies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it have bars? Yes. Does it have a good flow? Yes. Are the beats fire? Yes. yes. Does like what else? I don't know what else you can ask for. Like, is there is there a catchy hook? Yes. Like, <laughs> is is, is there something I could dance to? Yes. yes. Like, is there something I could play in my car? Yes. Is there something I want to shoot somebody to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, is 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 there something I could play at the school dance? Yes. yes. Something like. Something I play my birthday, yes. Yes. Like, like I, it has, like, Biggie hey, has a song that fits every fucking checkbox you could think of. Like, Word. I don't, yeah, it's like, I feel like we got robbed at the, at the limited amount of music that we have from him as compared to other artists. Like, even, even the way that he 
rap in the studio, right? People copied off of that, like or got influenced off of that. It's like the small, not even the small things, but things that you don't even think about. If as far as far as the process, he influenced other people in, right? The way you dress, like Coogees or in Tim's or or the extra baggy jeans Word. fitted. Or or a suit, Kango. like Kango, like even that kind of influence, like could wear anything, talk smooth, so ladies make ladies happy and shit, like Word. like even even every time like it's like March night and like social media people always do like a biggie post. I see a whole range of people that like I follow or I'm connected with on social media, and everybody got something to say about Biggie, uh, at least a quote. From a different song, right? It doesn't. It doesn't matter what your background is. There's some shit that you can relate to from a Biggie song. That's why, like this episode, we're not even gonna go through like a top list. We're just gonna talk about this fucking album Word. and just run through the whole shit. Word up! Like it's too hard to pick. Just like one, two, three, six, ten. It's hard to just narrow down. Like the whole entire album from start to finish. These are one of the albums that you can listen to straight through and not mm-hmm. skip any tracks. Word. Like, you might go back a track to listen back to that shit because that shit is so fire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word. But you're going to listen to the whole album all the way through. All the fucking way. The production is tight. The presentation is tight. Yep. Like, and and it's just it's just so funny. Like... I'm, I was thinking about the titles of Biggie albums. Yeah. Um, Ready to Die, and then you have Life After Death, right? Mm. The way how I kind of viewed that, the way how it was supposed to be set up, is that he was ready to die in the first album, meaning that he was ready to change his life. Yeah. Like, leave from the drug game and go into the rap shit because he was trying to transition, make his money, and set up his family and Word. shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was just weird that, you know, you it's, it's, it's flipped as something so morbid because, you know, he passed away a few days before the album dropped, Life yeah. After Death. You know what I'm saying? And it's just funny because a lot of people was like, yo, it's, it's just wild. Like him and Tupac, they predicted their own death. And I'm like, yo, these dudes were, you know, they were street dudes. Like, word, word. you know, they had issues out there, you know, personal beefs or whatever the case may be. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of shit happens that we don't know about, you know, allegedly. Yeah. So with that being said, they, you know, they probably had the feeling and knew what was going to go down. So they just had to do what they had to do and keep it moving. Word. And... Even if you look at the, the album covers of each one, you see um, Ready to Die, you see a ba- his baby picture or whatever, or him as a baby. And then Life After Death, he's a grown man. Like, he's the dawn now. Word. Like, he leveled up and got his shit together. Mm. Left that bullshit behind. Word. So, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's, it's just crazy. And like I said, it was just really unfortunate like even as a youth when i saw that he passed i was like yo this shit is crazy like like that shit huh. just that shit shocked the hell out of me couldn't believe it well 
But and I, it's funny you say that because like had to go back not recently but many many years ago and I was able to find music on my own and research shit on my own mm. had to go back and get all the Biggie shit cause as a kid you don't really have access to that and your parents ain't really buying you that shit word you need to hear the music <laughs> being played on the radio or around the neighborhood most of the time those are the mo- those are the main places that you hear music so, mm. I would always hear Biggie being bumped, whether it was on the radio station or just people, like, on the block talking about him, like, oh, the kids, playing this shit all the time. Right. So, I was very aware. So, essentially, that, that just means for all y'all youngers, y'all could easily go back and just go listen to this shit and just for yourself that you know this shit is legendary. Facts. And it's like, ready to die is kind of like a double entendre. It's like... Predicting death, and at the same time, like Pacino was saying, dying metaphorically in that old life, because mm. now you're ready to live your life. So that old shit gotta die. Word. Even from the intro of the song or the album or the intro song, it's it's like a baby's being born. Right. Like birth. It's like Biggie's birth, and he's taking you on a journey from the album. In the album, it's like in the beginning, he's born. He's born into this shit. He's born into life. He's like wet behind the ears. He's like trying to kind of figure out life as a person, life as a rap artist. And you see the progression of the album. It gets rough. It gets rough. Then it gets like nice and chill and like, and like, then it gets a little bit successful feels successy feels a little bit nice yeah. and then you kind of see like the turn when you what happens when you get a little bit of success and kind of things that come with it and right. by the end of the album it has a song called suicidal thoughts and it's like a real deep song because it makes you feel like he's trying to kill himself another much with the you hear death a lot right but it could also mean he's trying to like kill that old shit Right. And transition to a different artist. So even from the beginning, once you hear that that baby crying and you hear that push, push, you hear you hear Puffy at the time <laughs> on the album from the beginning. Take that, take that. So it's like <laughs> so it's like you hear that intro, that baby's being born and he's growing and he's building and ascending in life and age and then it transforms like you listen to the album more and more right like it kind of it kind of shows how what 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 happened like it 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 shows how his his home was broken when when his father left mm. and you know that transition that he made you know was a downward spiral because he you know he became you know, thuggish. He was in the streets. He was doing his thing. Right. He was, you know, selling drugs and whatever, running around with a gun and shit. You know, doing the thug shit. So it just introduced all of that, and then he got locked up, and then he came out, and then, you know, now it's time for him to take this rap shit serious because that's the, you know, that's the route out. So it's kind of like just bringing you up to speed with his life on this one. Yeah, and and. The way he does it, like any hip hop head know, 
Like, the way he delivered his rhymes and his flows, like, you know, Champ was saying earlier, like, he he, he put a lot of people on, like, yeah. it's really in- influential as an artist. And the way how he did his shit, man, like, so many, so many fire songs on here. Give me the loop. <laughs> yo, that's a, that's a funny ass song right there. <laughs> but it but it's real because it's like this is the type of shit that he was getting into back in those days. He was doing stick ups on the train, like be on a two three train D train, sticking people up, and it's crazy because it's like I remember. I don't know if a lot of y'all people used to have like regular TV and shit and back in the day. You would go on like some weird channel, like channel twelve or fifteen and shit, and you would see like um, flavor videos. You know, Bobby Simmons. Shout out to him. <laughs> he at. Yo, no. Bobby Simmons. Yo, he went in and he had a skit. And he did the um the give me the loot joint where he was playing both characters, and that shit was so ill. It was so funny the way he did it. But this kind of shows. This this shows Biggie Bobby skills Simmons. as as being a a skilled storyteller. Yeah, like the way how he put all his shit together, it keeps you entertained and engaged. And the way he give it to you is raw, cause he's saying shit like, "Yo, he would stick a pregnant lady up, like <laughs> give me the baby ring and the number, number one, one mom, mom pendant. pendant, like that's fucking wild, yo. <laughs> how, how would you say that shit in your rhymes and get away with it? Yo, so that that means. He pushed the limit mm-hmm. of, you know, like from hip hop to rap because you hear the hip hop style. Yeah. But his lyrics is so raw that it's considered rap at the same time. So. Yo, that's, yo, that's a fact. And that, it's like, mm-hmm. that storytelling side, that storytelling side makes you want to hear more, like the delivery of it. Right. Like the back and forth between a young Biggie and an adult Biggie. Right. And you hear the uh you hear how hype how hype young Biggie is. Right. And then you get the seasoned, wiser, grown Biggie on the other side. Right. And it's like it's it's almost in in a way where if you're in that position, calm down. I I see what you're doing. But I, you got to learn from your actions. Mm. So he saw like people doing the same shit he was doing and realized like, yo, I'm ahead of everybody else. Remember, he's only in like his early 20s, like right. 21, 22, 23, very, very young and already feeling like ahead of everybody else. And seasoned, which is essentially one of the one of the messages in this song, because it's saying "Give me the loot." That's right. the purpose of it. Whether you young and hyper or you an OG status, you're still your purpose and your goal is still get the bread. Right. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Because he been through that robbing shit. Mm, that's tough. Been through that robbing shit, and and at the end of the song. You hear young Biggie and old Biggie going through a situation. And at the end of the song, older Biggie, who was like more chill and observant and calculated, 
says, fuck all that calculation chill shit. Right. All he's saying is, I'm about to shoot. You better hold ass so I ain't with no fucking chase. So lace up your boots because I'm about to shoot a true motherfucker going out for the loot. <laughs> Take that. That show like the aggression. Even, even though he can chill and show you that smooth side, he can get aggressive when he needs to. Right. Fucking, that's why I'm, give me the loot is a, might be even, it's weird. It's a popular Biggie song, but it might be an underrated Biggie song at the mm. same time. When you really think about yeah. that shit. Cause he's just painting a picture. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's like it's like you gotta look you gotta look deeper into it. Now that you know it's like it's like double narration yeah. going on in this song. It's like he's speaking to himself. And it's it's it's, it's cool that you brought attention to that shit. Cause honestly, you know. I didn't really take it that deep, you know, before, beforehand, you know what I'm saying? But now that this was, was highlighted, I'm like, well, oh shit, going, even, even, you know, going back to when I used to rewind this song just to listen to it because that shit sound hot. Yeah. And, and, and it's entertaining and the beat is like, it's like an uplifting beat. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of hype. I really didn't take into the account. Of him going back and forth with himself. Mm. So it's like even now, through time, you're still figuring out shit about this fucking album. Word. That's lit. Professor yeah. Champ, yo. I, I think in. that Gorilla Glue kind of did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Word up. Word up. Yo, fucking. <laughs> another another track on this, on this album... Because it's I kind of feel like we were so into into this artist and album and off the Gorilla Glue, mm. I feel like we skipped a segment and didn't talk about the elephant in the room. Oh shit, the elephant in the, the elephant room. In the right, room. Right. And oh, let's pull it back then. And I don't, I'm not sure what the elephant in the room is, but I think. It might be Big Papa because it's so popular with everyone. Yo, I think you might be right. It's Big Papa. Yo, it's crazy because you got Big Papa, Juicy. Yeah. And you also got Warning. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, yo, even though Warning is a goon song, that shit is the, one of the most popular songs because, because of the opening. So, yeah. who the fuck is this? this? Paging me at 546 in the morning. Crack, crack of dawning. dawning. Now I'm yawning. Wipe the coal oh, out my, my eye. eye. See who's this? Paging me. And why? It's my man Pop from the, the barbershop. Barber it's like, it's like that, though, that whole. Top of the verse Yo. is so fucking legendary Word. with everybody. Like Word. you hear that shit and you instantly start rapping, you start yep. going into yep. it. And it's a whole story, like it's a story of like, yo, dudes is like seeing me do my shit in the game and they getting jealous. So they're huh. trying to run up on me now because cause they see I'm eating, I'm making moves in the streets and shit like that. Wow. Wow. Yo. And and, and that shit is such an icon. It's like one of the biggest hits. That's fucking crazy. What the fuck is this? You got everybody rapping that shit. You got you got you got dudes rapping it. You got chicks rapping it. You got badass little kids who shouldn't be rapping it, rapping it. <laughs> like, Yo, badass. That shit kids. is ill. 
But yo, I think I think it might have to be Big Papa on 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 some real shit. That, yo, Big Papa. Yo, it's like Big Papa is well known to people who not who may not even like know Biggie or know this album. Mm. But they know that I love it when you call me Big Papa. Word. It's Throw your like, hands in the air yeah. if you's a true player. Shit. I love it when you call me Big Papa. It was number six on Billboard. Damn. Wow. That's crazy. I just pulled up some stats. And it was nominated for a Grammy. That's lit. I didn't even know it was nominated for a Grammy. Fire. Was the first... First album, gutter ass album. Word. Gutter. Went mainstream. Like like crazy. Like everybody was so infatuated with how gutter and gritty he was. Yeah, word. That he transcended hmm. mainstream. And that's 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 crazy. Like <laughs> kind of reminds you of DMX too. Yeah. Straight up and down. DMX shit is so fucking gutter and grimy. How? But How he's so mainstream. <laughs> it's like, yo. Why this man in movies? Like, <laughs> he talks about killing. <laughs> yo, some grizzly shit that, that, that go down that we ain't supposed to be known about. But, Word. you know, that shit is just real. But Big was like that, man. Like <laughs> like like I said earlier, doing songs with Michael Jackson. Like that's if that's not mainstream, Word. I don't know, you know, I don't know what is. But <laughs> Big Papa had that vibe. It had the Isley brothers, um, the the, the sample, the between Word. the sheets sample. So that shit was so smooth. But it's like he's describing himself in a nutshell. And like <laughs> what he goes through in a day or some shit like that. It's like, how you take that song, that's that smooth ass song, and hip hop that shit up. Cause a lot of the hip hop in in Biggie and in this album is taking something that somebody else did and flipping it and making it yours and making it true and authentic. Mm-hmm. And with that. Hip hop sound and rapping over it, and Biggie does this a lot. He will start the song off with a rhyme or a bar that targets the ladies, mm. but he Smart. know who he is, and we know who he is. And then he'll take you through the rest of the verse. Or the song, sometimes immediately the next bar is about shooting you. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't do it in this, in that, as, in that level of aggression. Mm. But the way he starts the song off, though, to all the ladies in the place with style and grace. Woo! And then, in a way, he kind of disses other rappers. But smooths. He's still talking to the ladies, but right. he's also dissing other rappers. Huh. Allow me to lace these lyrical dishes oh, in your bushes. bushes. <laughs> Who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. He's bigging himself all the way up above everybody else. Exactly. It's like this guy is so smooth. Even, even, even the even the way he would rap about trying to get with women is still like in a. Uh, it's still in a 
in a manner that's like, yo, this guy is a is a is a jerk. He's a, he's a, he's an <laughs> asshole. He's a little misogynistic. But it's Biggie, so it's okay. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> he can do that shit. One of these honeys Biggie got to creep with. <laughs> Sleep with. But he's so smooth because he know the shit that you like to hear. Keep the app a secret. Word. That's all you got to say to this lady. It's like, yo, guys, I'm going to give you a word of advice. <laughs> when you're trying to connect with these women... The one thing you don't want to do is tell the whole world about it. And Biggie mm. knew about that shit. He knows what's going to mess up my chances more than the whole world or everybody else knowing what we doing. Word. And it's kind of like, it kind of relates to the sample of the song Between the Sheets. Mm. Keep the ep a secret and Between the Sheets, what goes on Between the Sheets, going to stay there. Mm. I blow up my spot because we both got hot. Now check it. <laughs> it's like there's so many layers to the bars and the songs and structure of the music, which is why Biggie's regarded as a genius or even the best ever. Cause there's so many layers. Even even in a song where he's talking to a, a woman. And he's trying to get with her throughout the whole song. He's trying to get with her, putting all this effort. It don't sound like he thirsty at all. Right, right, right. <laughs> he don't sound thirsty. He's just chilling, right? Like, shooting the shot, but in a smooth way that's undeniable. <laughs> like, he going to pull it off. <laughs> and he is, word. With the, with the word playing, you going to be here for a while. I'm going to call my crew. You're going to call your crew. We can rendezvous at Around the, the bar, bar round two. two. Yo, that wordplay. Mad smooth. Like, Mad smooth. Yo. Like 007 <laughs> shit. Like, just chill. Roll up with the shades. You know, no effort. Word. Just hanging. <laughs> talking shit. Next thing you know, like, yo, what up? Pull off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Too so smooth with this shit. On the way to the telly, go fill my belly. A T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, Welch's grapes. <laughs> Conversate for a few, cause in a few we gonna do what we came to do. Ain't that, that right, boo? True. He's 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 bring, he's bringing you along his journey. Like he's like I right, <laughs> smooth talking. We go get some grub. Talking shit, you know, getting close or whatever. Yeah, yo, you know what time it is. You feeling me? I'm feeling you. Let's go to the telly. She down with it. So, Word. pulled off. Smooth. Smooth. That's why they call him Big Papa. <laughs> Word. Throw your hands in the air if you're a true player. Hell yeah. The real players don't. That's how you do it. You smooth. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit, they asking how you live in Biggie Smalls and mansions and Benzes, giving ends to my friends and it feels so stupendous. stupendous. Tremendous cream, fuck a dollar in a dream. Still tote the gat strapped with infrared beams. Mm. So you know what he's telling you? We made it. We did our thing. We on top. <laughs> but you will still get shot. <laughs> Word. We still goons. Like, we still street dudes. But... You know, we made moves and now we living better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's Fire. trying to celebrate. He's trying to celebrate the transition from, you know, being that street dude to being the smooth dude to being Big Papa. Like, 
two sides of a coin. Word. You know what I'm saying? Can't deny that. Fucking epic shit. And I could feel how, you know, this this song just had the right formula to be, you know, one of the top hits and hit up there on the on on the billboards and shit like that and even get nominated and stuff like that because to this day, any anytime you reference Biggie, you know, obviously anybody from any ethnicity, race background or whatever, you say Biggie Smalls, they're gonna say Big Papa. They always gonna know Biggie for that shit. So that song is just completely timeless. Time fucking list. So even got that Who Shot Your Shit up here, which is like a fucking a diss song. Yeah, they added that to the remaster. To the remaster, yeah. I know a lot of people now, you know, you go back and listen to it, yeah. it's going to be up there. It was exactly. released after the album, but, you know, yeah. the remasters that you'll get now, they just added to the album. So, you know. Who shot you? That fucking beat. You could let that beat just rock forever. Word. On a loop. That shit is with just no words mad on hard. It. <laughs> mad gutter. You just listen to that shit and just vibe out. Like, I don't even like, know. Bing, bing, bing. As we pros Now, people be talking about, about Diddy, Puffy, about how I'm being on songs and talking shit on songs. and But, yo, a lot of Biggie shit, Puff put that edge on it. And who shot ya? The big, I feel like that song couldn't have started a better way. Word. Outside, like there was no other way they could have started that song outside of outside of Puffy going as we proceed. Word. I agree. To give you what you need. Nah, five motherfuckers. <laughs> Get live, <Nah>, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> did, he, did he definitely, you know, put that energy behind it? Like they 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 made a perfect duo. Word. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like Batman and Robin. You know what I'm saying? They made that Word. perfect duo. Like, and it's cool. I mean, that was the style. You know, if Biggie ain't want that shit to happen, he, he wouldn't have that shit happen. So, wouldn't. I mean, it's just part of the element. But yeah, you know, this is basically like a like a diss song because you know the whole shit between him and Pot, the whole beef, like the whole confusion behind the situation because he felt like he was set up and shit like that. Yeah. So it's like after him dissing him and talking about faith and all that just, just had to retaliate and drop this shit and that shit just sparked the beef and yeah. you know everybody know what, what happened after that shit so and some people even feel like it it wasn't even intended to be like a diss song from right. like some of what like the, the writings and rumors are about with like the creation of the song but like this this was already put together before even like pop like right. got shot and shit right but like the timing was a certain time frame when it came out it happened after like who really knows the true story but because of the fact that it sparked hit him up and all this kind of media shit mm-hmm. it's con- it's considered like the catalyst or the diss track or the warning track to Tupac. And with even with that shit, even with that bullshit aside, 
this song is still fucking fire. Like, I agree, I agree 100%. The, the, the bass on this, the way how he's approaching this song, it's like you could listen to this song when you're getting pumped up for the gym. Right. Or you about to, if you're an athlete, if you're about to get ready for your next game or... It, you can use it to get you energized right. for battle in any way. Right. You could be taking a test. Battle. Like, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm <laughs> fuck this test up. Like, who shot you? Separate, separate the weak from the obsolete. Hard to creep the Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck, fuck all, all that, that bickering beef. beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your, your heartbeat, heartbeat sound, sound like, like Sasquatch, Sasquatch feet. feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. Yo, you know that's that just goes to show you. Like he's painting a picture of fear that he yes. instills <laughs> on his opponents. Like <laughs> you trying to come for me? Nah, you should be. You should. You ain't ready for me to come for you. You see a big brolic, wide body motherfucker with a gat come Word. at you, spitting some shit. You ain't ready for that. So that's basically what you know. What the whole demeanor behind that was, and and the way how he just delivered that shit, it was so effortless. How so it just effortless. came off with the flow. Old school, new school, need to learn though. I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno. Shit, the fucking wordplay. It it shows that you could be aggressive. You could you could want to show dominance over your competition. And still be lyrical at the same time. Mm. Still have wordplay. Peel more skins than Idaho potatoes. Niggas know. The Lester's is taking place. Fucking with the B.I.G. It ain't safe. Shit. Making skin chafe. Rashes on them asses. Bumps and bruises. Blunts and land cruises. Big Papa smash fools, bash fools. Niggas mad cause I know that cast rules. Everything around me. Two, two Glock nines. Any motherfucker whispering about mines. And that's crazy because they said that he addressed he was addressing some shit with with Wu Tang on that shit. Cause they said like him and Raekwon didn't get along. You know, Nas Nas said it too. Like we yeah. said before on, on previous podcasts, but you know, it's kind of like, you know, a battle for supremacy on the low. Huh. Like, mad people didn't really catch on like that. You you had to really know what was going on. Because, remember, those were times, like, you ain't have social media. So, when shit word. went down, it's like word of mouth in the streets. Mm-hmm. It's not like somebody caught wind and TMZ is all over the shit. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. was like street shit. So, you knew, you knew shit was real back in them days. Word. Shit was on. And then, and then Ghost and them addressed that shit on um, Built for Cuban Links. Yeah. I remember that shit. We spoke about that too, but that shit was crazy. Could you imagine them going toe-to-toe on some higher level shit? Yo. And that's exactly what it would be too. Like Mad lyrical shit. It would just be some lyrical shit and... You sometimes should be so, I don't want to say so lyrical, but it's put together so well, you don't even realize a motherfucker's dissing you. Word. Or he dissing somebody else. <laughs> Another fucking song on this that I fuck with 
fucking um the what. Since you since you was going into Wu Tang, yeah, I'm gonna transition to the to the what because even with Biggie collabing with somebody from Wu Tang, Method Man, yeah, and everybody know the Wu is all about bars and right. it's a competitive nature within that group and within hip hop where you don't want to be whack. You got two of the top. Artists in that year on one song, and they just like it. It really just sounds like they were just having fun, and they spit. And this is one of those check boxes because for people who like rappy rap, who right. like bars, lyrics and lyricism, this fucking song hits that lyricism. Word up. In every every sense of the word, word lyricism, because it sounds yo, it sounds like they was just going off the top, like yeah. it sound like they just smoked and just went in the booth and just started yeah. saying shit, <laughs> and the shit was coming off ill. Yeah, that shit is just crazy. I used to get feels on the bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from that HIV shit. He's already dropping jewels on y'all <laughs> niggas. Like, yeah. <laughs> put on the fucking rubber, like, <laughs> yo. Niggas know they soft like Twinkie filling, playing the villain. Prepare for this rap killing. Biggie Smalls is the illest. His style is played out like the honor on that. What you talking about, Willis? So it's like he's saying, like, yo, get the fuck out the way, cause I'm I'm the new sheriff in town. I'm the one that's running shit. I'm the new young gun. I'm here to take this position. Like, you know, my 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 lyrics is gonna explain as to why I belong up here. Top rank. And then you got Method Man Yo. spitting his shit on here. D-H-O-D, man. I'll be damned if this, if this ain't some shit. Come to spread the butter lyrics over Harmony Grit. Woo! Ooh. Smooth. Yo! Harmony Grit. I'm, it's the low killer death trap. It's I'm the black ninja coming with your rest at surrender. Step beside the ring, use the number one contender. Licking cold booty, booty like your pussy, pussy in December. Nigga, <laughs> stop bitching. Button up your lipping from the method. All you getting is a can of ass whipping. <laughs> <laughs> it it, it kind of just like, it makes more sense the more you go through it. Like what you were saying, how they probably just sparked up and just went in the booth and started saying shit. Word. Because like, it's a it's a spar battle and at the same time it's a vibe. Yeah. And then they don't even have a real chorus. So they just jump on for a few bars and say, Fuck, fuck the world, world don't ask me, me for shit. shit. <laughs> Everything you get, you gotta work hard for it. <laughs> Honey, shake your hips and you don't stop. And niggas, niggas pack the clips, keep going, bitch. <laughs> That sound like some weed head shit to listen to. Like, <laughs> niggas is just smoking and shit, just listen to some some Keep wild shit. Bitch. Like, yeah, what the fuck ever, nigga? Like, that type of stuff like that. <laughs> just going back and forth in the booth, like, being playful with it. And still manage to drop some fucking <laughs> ill shit. And it's like, people go back and use these lines. Like, you, you hear Jay-Z, you know... 
borrow lines from this song. Word. You would hear Freeway borrow lines from this song. Um, you would hear maybe I think I think Fabulous borrowed a line from this song, and one of his his joints could be up there. But you know this and and this dude was just playing around with it, and just off the top, like he just do some genius shit, man. <laughs> like so I can really say like back and forth with the lyricism and Method Man, and that was like. They say that's the only feature on the song. Mm. I mean, on on the album. Yeah. But they forgot that Respect, which is another fire song. Yeah. Is featuring Diana King. I don't know if they was trying to give her credit on the song or not. But, yeah, Diana King, like, she did the intro and the hook. Like, she got that shit popping. Like, (laughs) you know, anybody that know Big know that, you know, he got Jamaican roots. Yeah. So... That's, that's, that that's was on display. Respect. Yeah, that was on display for this song. Like you know, tied into the the, the reggae dancehall vibe with the hip hop, because both of them were tied so close anyway. Yeah. on the scene, especially when you know dancehall became popular in you know in America on the East Coast and shit like that. So it was a lot of collabs back in the days with rappers and and reggae artists. Yeah, he had a, he had a joint with Supercat. Yeah. When, when he was coming up, he spit on... I forgot what the song was, but it was definitely... He definitely had a song with Supercat, and they used that... They used one of the lines for the song with Supercat in um, Big Papa. Right. They kind of sampled his own shit and flipped it. But, like, Big always... And you can even hear it with, like, Big's mom, like, the the accent. And yeah. even with the way she's speaking, the demeanor, kind of all that. Right. The The... The West Indian roots, yeah, and the track is called Respect because I kind of feel like it's in multiple ways. It's saying, "Yo, you gotta respect me as an artist and me as a person." Because even in the song, he kind of goes through his life from birth to now. Yeah, and it's like, "Yo, look at my grind. Put some respect on my shit." Yeah, and also at the same time, it's called Respect because he's paying respect. To his roots on his mom's side, right. which is why he has the feature for of dying the king, and even the beat is kind of like reminiscent to like a like a reggae beat too. Yeah, so I, it's I kind of feel like he's hitting multiple levels of asking and and giving respect. Right, I totally agree. Just like you said, it's like he's going through his life. It's like you know. You you listen to the song and you and you realize he's going through time lapses like mm-hmm. from when he was born, from from before he was born when he was coming out the womb yeah. to like now he's a, he's a teenager and he's doing all this stuff and it's like yeah he hear about rapping all that stuff he could rap he could spit but you know dealing drugs is what's bringing mm-hmm. the money in and he want to be on the Scarface shit Word. and then now it's like he got he got knocked and it's like. Damn, he's in he's in jail now, and that shit woke him the fuck up. And he's like, "Damn, now what I gotta do? I gotta respect the fact that Word. if I don't change my ways and focus on this music thing, then I ain't gonna make it." Word. So this song is like deeper than what it would seem on the surface yeah. to, to to most people when you go through it. And it's like one of his, I feel like his best songs. Yeah, because. Yes, he has songs where he's appealing to the women, um, 
He's talking sex shit. He's talking robbing. He's talking murdering. He's talking dying. All these kind of things. But in this song, it's like one of the few songs where like he peels back layers and talks about himself. Right. And he tells the story of his life. Like a direct open book story of his life. Which we as listeners love to hear. And he gives you that right in the middle of all the other shit that he's talking about of telling stories like even talking by himself he delivers a great storytelling track right that's the truth agree with that 100% 110% like and it's just it's just it's just cool cuz it's like even even in the hook when Diana King saying um respect to all the gunman them Gunman alone keep gunman friend. Fire bun, fiali informer them. Informer alone keep informer friend. It's like that's part of the culture. That's 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 part of like you know what what he knows in his in in the household or what he knows through his Jamaican roots. And it's like you gotta pay respect to these dudes because they're the ones in the hood that's gonna let you buy or Word. you know you get you get the pass from them if you get their respect you get to do whatever you want to do like he was able to make moves in the street because he probably knew a few gunmen allegedly and <laughs> they got together on the business front whatever whatever you know what i'm saying Word. But, and it's also like you know just at the time in the era it's like you know the whole dancehall scene was 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 you know big up the, the the gun thing and and the yeah, badman true, thing true. and and you know all that type of stuff, it was like their hardcore rap at the <laughs> time. You know, it, you you had your smooth dancehall, your Barry Salmon and and you know Dennis Brown and all that stuff, and then you had the gangster them like shit. like <laughs> fucking bounty killer, bounty and, and, killer. And, and ninja man and, and that type of stuff. But that's all tied in with this, and you know. Like you said, that just tied in with the culture. And this is, like you said, one of the better songs up here. It got that high energy, that, that, yeah. that hype vibe that make you want to bun a spliff and just be in a <laughs> chill, happy mood and shit. So, yeah, I, feel, I, I, I love this song, Respect, yo. Straight up. Another fire song. And what else we got? We, 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 got, we, got, we definitely got to touch on... We mentioned it, but we definitely got to touch on Juicy. Oh yeah, let's not because forget about that. The, the first, the first single on this. I mean, Biggie was out before Juicy came out. Like he did remixes, he did verses, right? But and I established himself as like, yo, who is this guy? Who's Biggie? Who's Biggie Smalls? And then this sample, that 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 Juicy Fruit sample. Yeah, it's. That shit is so soulful. Like, if you got an older person in your family, even maybe even your parents, they definitely was bumping this fucking song. Word. Juice the fruit. Word. And the way he jumps on this song is fire. And I feel like he, and I feel like the original or initial way he jumps on this song is often overlooked. Mm. But I like how he gets on and says, fuck all you hoes, get a grip, motherfucker. And then, <laughs> and then, and then this album was dedicated. He told the teacher, told me I never amount to nothing. <laughs> he starts, it sounds so smooth, 
because his delivery and the beat. But he starts this song by shitting on everybody. Right. <laughs> to all the teachers, to all the people who lit that lived above the buildings that I was hustling in front of, call police on me when I'm trying to make some money to feed my daughter. <laughs> Yo, that structurally that was not a bar. He was just going in and Word, like, off the rip. Off the rip, like fuck all these motherfuckers, fuck all these niggas, and then he starts spinning. It was all a dream. Everybody knows the shit. Like exactly, <laughs> yo, I remember on making a band. Oh wow, yo, on making a band. <laughs> they had to know the lyrics to fucking juicy. If they ain't know yo. the lyrics to juicy, they were fucking severely punished. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, yo. It's, it's funny you say that because I, looking back. And understanding that all the shit that Puffy built and he went through. And also, I feel something that's missing currently. He was kind of protecting the realm of rap and hip-hop. It's like, if you don't know this shit, you don't deserve to be here. Mm. So he he was protecting the realm. He was doing checks and balances, which I feel like doesn't happen often these days so shout out to puff for doing that they had to make the fucking band you had to learn fucking juicy like everybody knows juicy and the thing that everybody loves about juicy if he was an old hip-hop head who wasn't really feeling the shit that biggie was standing for Mm -hmm. or if you was if you was a current at the time, hip hop head, or if you was young, young and like we was at the time, it was like you gonna catch the vibe of this song, right? And it's like if you could flip Juicy, you could fucking flip anything. If you could make Juicy a hit, like if you could flip Juicy, you could flip any listener, mm. anybody that doubted you, anybody who's not on you. They gonna know who the fuck you are now. Exactly. And he's talking about that good shit. Like that song makes you happy no matter what. I made the change from a common thief to up close and personal with Robin Leach. Yo, Robin Leach used to do that fucking show, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It was the original MTV Cribs. Like you just see the good life. Word. Word. Far from cheap. I smoke skunk with my peeps all day. Spread love is the Brooklyn Brooklyn way. People still use that term today. Yeah. I go to so many bars and or whatever lounges, whatever. I see I see that shit in so many spots. That is such a saying. Like that just goes to show you how his legacy continues. Cause it's like now that's like that's like a a staple in Brooklyn. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. (laughs) That shit is real. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. Condos in Queens, in though for weeks, sold out seats to hear Biggie, Biggie Small speak. speak. I like that he said condos in Queens, because that shows back in the day that moving to Queens means that you made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Word. <laughs> Everybody got like a like a aunt or a cousin that live in that Queens. Live in Queens and shit. Yo, <laughs> That's the truth. Yo, Queens means that you made it. Word. <laughs> you got your house and then the yard, you good. You got space. <laughs> Shit. Yo. Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood. Understood. 
And it's still it's all still good. Still all good. And if you don't know now, you know. It's all Shit. good, nigga. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing. It's like it's, they don't know. They don't know what the, the, the struggle that the black male had to go through Word. in America already. But it's like y'all just misunderstand <laughs> why the fuck we gotta do shit like sell drugs or this, that, and the third because this is what was offered. But that's an entirely different discussion. Word. You gonna keep <laughs> it on a positive note with some Word. biggie? Some biggie. Because he was still dropping jewels back back in them days that people kind of you know looked over. Word. So just want to bring those jewels out. Hell yeah. And it's like, this is a very, this song, not song, my bad, but this album, because most likely you, you're going to go on the streaming services. Right. It's 19 songs. Compared to now, it's a heavy album. But it flows. You can't skip a track. Right. Especially with the added songs. But I feel like another song that I definitely want to talk about, because... We, I know we're not going to go through every single song on this album. Right. But I know for me, I, I love this song because I just remember when I was a youngin' and I would hear this song on the fucking radio. And, and I would hear people playing this song outside. And Biggie fans just love this song. And even people who aren't super Biggie fans... They know this song, and he came on. He came on this shit so rough, and he had primo do this beat. DJ Premier, mm. it's like, and and the beat because primo loves sampling your own voice and making a beat out of it. Right. So all you hear is that beat dropping. Biggie Smalls is the illest, mm. and then live from Bedford Style the Sun, the liveest one. Representing BK to the fullest. That's a bullet. Bass is ducking when Big B bucking. Chicken heads be clucking in my bathroom. Fucking. Yo. Yo, Biggie? I, I was like, what is this? <laughs> he went fucking ape shit. Ape shit. <laughs> on that fucking track. For, For what? <laughs> For what? <laughs> Yo. Album was already great. <laughs> he, had to, he had to he had to prove his point word get smoked like Duchess from the master hate to blast it but I have to you see I smoke a lot your life is played out like the Kwame <laughs> and the fucking polka dots who rocked the spot Biggie, Biggie. <laughs> you know how the weed go unbelievable <laughs> I just showed I just showed he could be funny too like the shit that he be saying and you put it together, it's like, yo, this dude is funny. And he's with it at the same time. <laughs> at the same fucking time. Like, fucking Primo lays this fucking beat. Like that, that, that boom bap. Yo. That shit just hit fucking crazy. You hear that? Yo, anytime. That shit take me back to like summer in the 90s. Like, it don't matter. 95, 96, 97, 98. Somebody always bumping that shit out they Jeep. Bird. Full blast. Have the fucking speakers shaking the street. Like, this was one of them joints. And so many rappers jumped on this beat. And so many rappers like mimicked lines from this. Like, um, a famous part. Like he said, um, 
Bullets heat seeking, casualties need treating, dumb rappers need teaching. Lesson, Lesson A, A, don't fuck with B.I. That's that. Oh, uh, I thought he was black. Like, oh, I'm come, come now. Me. Why y'all so dumb now? Hunt me or be, be hunted. hunted. And you know, that reminds me of Freeway. Freeway said a line like that. Yeah. Um, something similar. And I'm like, yo. And some there was another rapper too who who used that same type of line or that same type of flow. Just can't come to me right now because this glue yeah. is hitting. So, <laughs> but that just shows like the influence that Big has and still has to this day. Yeah, everybody. It'll take a whole another podcast episode to right. talk about all the people that Biggie influenced and people that borrowed from Big or got inspired from Big. And, like, I feel like I used to look at it as a bad thing, but uh-huh. I look at that shit like they really honoring him because he's not here. Right. And, and like, the smart hip-hop heads and, the, and like, the rap nerds, they're going to look up the track. They're going to look up interviews. They're going to look up the lyrics. They're going to look up the songs, and they're going to put two and two together and see that, oh, this part was from a Biggie song, and then go listen to Biggie. Right. So it's like, it's... Oh, I feel like I like the fact that rappers kind of drop his lines in their songs to help keep that like Biggie, Biggie Smalls legacy alive. Right. This album is just like a legendary classic album. Like you got suicidal thoughts. Mm. Y'all need to go listen to that. You got you got. Me and my bitch. Y'all got to yep. go listen to that. A lot of references. You got the original One More Chance. Word. Like the remix. Word. That joint, the original one, I love the original. It's like mad funny. <laughs> it is. Um, you got Machine Gun Funk that I referenced earlier. <laughs> love that track too. That that. It's like everything. You, you, you go through the whole thing and it's like, it's just, it's pure entertainment. Yeah. Like, you can get... You can get something deep from it. Like, you could feel like on everyday struggle, you feel like, you know, what he was going through that made him have suicidal thoughts. Word. So it's like these songs kind of tie in and, and reference, you know, the album as a whole mm-hmm. when you, you know, pay attention in that aspect. But definitely one of the, the most celebrated albums in hip hop. Right up there with. With Illmatic, right up there with the um, I'd even say a blueprint. Yeah. Um, you know, classic legendary shit that you just have to discuss up there with the um, thirty six enter the thirty six chambers Wu Tang. That Wu Tang shit, like, it's up there, elite. And you know, we just gonna we just gonna be here. We gonna celebrate Biggie Small's legacy. Word. Enjoy Pay homage to the great one. Lyricism. You know. I'm saying gotta celebrate. People always mention March 9th. March 9th. But you gotta celebrate the birth as 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 well as the Word. death. So shout out to Biggie's birthday. Happy birthday to Big. Word. You know what I'm saying? Had to drop this during that same birthday week of of Biggie Smalls. This shit is like Word up. My favorite shit ever, yo. It's like you can just get so much life lessons and inspiration right off this album. So many quotable lines, so many quotable metaphors. 
you know and if you if you if you sit down you know the most revered hip hop or rap artist today and you know they talk about big you know i'm pretty sure they can go on for a long time about how much influence he has over them hmm. whether it be personally or Word. you know as an artist you know what i'm saying like this album is like so fucking classic like yeah. the, it, it has to be in your stack <laughs> to, to listen to like that ass. If you ain't got this shit, man, sun sun kind of off. No, yeah, you you don't know what you're talking about when you when you want to talk hip hop. If you ain't listen to this shit, word. You know what I'm saying, but Biggie okay. Smalls Biggie ready, Small, to die. ready to die. Let's to that shit. You already know. We going you got you got any food for thought for these food niggas for before thought? we get out of here? Yo, check this out. Right? <laughs> A little food for thought for y'all. Um, since we talking about you know we we analyzed you know Biggie's work from Ready to Die to Life After Death, let's talk about transition real quick and change. Mm. Like, ah. don't be afraid of changes. You know, a lot of people walk around. There's a lot of shit happening to them. You know, a lot of negative things they feel are happening to them, and they feel like they gotta walk around with this bad energy on them or they're afraid to like change one or two things in their habits to kind of contribute to a positive change like you got to be open and you know willing to go through the steps to make transitions for the better like everybody's gonna go through a rut everybody's gonna go through something that's tough it's life it's you know a shit that we got to go through every day you know, like Biggie said, everyday struggles, suicidal thoughts, shit get to you, stress gets to you. But what are you going to do mm. in order to make that transition, to transcend above what you feel is beneath you? You know, what are your goals? What are you doing to prepare yourself to achieve what you want to get? Flip that bad attitude because too many people walking around with all this fucking shit on this this chip on their shoulder or, or this bad energy on them like they can't just relax like take it a day at a time see what you could change embrace it yo facts that's some lit food for thought man because change is inevitable facts like my man Thanos said I am inevitable <laughs> <laughs> which is fucking change so yo you gotta be able to move with the flow of things, yo. That's a fact. Try some fire food for dog. Facts. Oh shit. That's, That's the, the chopper. chopper. <laughs> we yeah. up out of here. Number 19. Number 19. 20 about to drop. We about to get some some fucking crazy for y'all for 20. Word. So y'all stay tuned. Stay sharp. Be positive. Blam blam. I'm fucking blam. Peace. <laughs>